Hi, this is Bianca. And this is Anna. And welcome back to another episode of Curl Talk Mondays. So we have been on a little bit of a health kick recently, especially following the summer. Yeah, I know, because I ate so much pasta. (laughs) No, actually, I've been feeling so good during the summer because I was away in Miami and I Mm -hmm. felt like I was having the best healthy lifestyle ever. Oh, you mean like the beach? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. I did a lot of working out too, just not in Italy. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. You've been enjoying your pasta and wine. Yeah. I think the wine is what made it kind of go overboard and my skin was breaking out a bit. Mm Because I think generally pasta is fine for you if you eat it in moderation. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Completely. Like the Italians do. Yeah, they do. They all look so good. Yeah, they're all so thin. But I think, honestly, it's not the carbs. It's just that you eat things in moderation and that you don't. Right. Overeat it. So Exactly. Because I used to think carbs were so bad for you and I would mm-hmm. cut them out of my diet. and You just get tired. Yeah. That's not really the case. It's not mm-hmm. what you need to do. Depends for everyone though. Exactly. It yeah. depends on the carb as well. If it's a whole oh, carb yeah. or not. Completely. Okay. Anyway, sorry. We're just <laughs> going off and talking about carbs. But so should we do like a quick catch up on the week and then yes. we can go into our topic, which yeah. is kind of a healthy mindset, why working out is good for your body and just how to gain self-confidence and feel comfortable yeah. in yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So this week for me has been all about like settling back into my work life mm-hmm. because I was away in Miami for nearly two weeks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just so nice to actually chill. As you guys know, we spoke about it in last episode, mm-hmm. but I've been getting back into it with like social media stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And we had like a really exciting event we went to during the week, oh, actually. Yeah. Penhaligans. Yeah, Penhaligans. We got to do a bit of like fragrance sampling mm-hmm. and a, they did a personalization test on us that was to fun, discover yeah. our perfect scent. Mm-hmm. I love that ask? event. They asked like favorite color yeah favorite asked, thing to wear yeah favorite thing to wear favorite kind of food mm-hmm. favorite season mm-hmm. you said else? fall yeah i said fall you, and said, you summer? said i said summer and then for kind of the feel of your clothing i said more like silky i said wool wool or linen you said too yeah i said linen, linen. for summer and like wool for fall yeah it's good quality because <laughs> it's great quality you know favorite yeah. food what did you say for the favorite sweet, food sweet food because uh, oh wait no what did i say i said something like, you must have said sweets like a side bowl or something dates pasta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you said savory i said sweet yeah and then what else did she ask us it's quite interesting because she based it on that and then she found mm-hmm. us different fragrances and she tested a few yeah and it was it took a while for you to find yours yeah you found yours relatively quickly right yeah because she sprayed a few and I was like mm, mm, something in between these two because yeah. one was really really strong potent and then one was just very airy fairy feeling and I have so many of those yeah and I love those I wear those more on a day-to-day but I wanted something more like masculine for the nighttime yeah something strong yeah, I was looking for like my perfect fragrance because I don't like to wear like loads of different fragrances. If I find one that I love, I'm going to wear it every single day, morning through night, pretty much. So mm-hmm. I was looking for my perfect one that really represented me because I couldn't, like, I love a lot of fragrances that I have, mm. but there's not one that I feel like really represents me at this stage. Oh, really? So that's why I was so picky because I was really looking like to find the perfect thing and I mm-hmm. wanted something feminine maybe floral but then like what you're showing me the floral ones they were just too too florally like, too florally and too girly and I'm like this mm-hmm. doesn't represent me at all it's just too, it's just like but the bottles like, were a bunch so of cute. roses yeah yeah so that's why I think it took me like a good 
maybe like more, I smelled more than 10 of them, maybe like 15. <laughs> and then after a while, everything smells the same. She was, the last one, she was like, I think I have the one for you. And mm-hmm. then she like showed it to me. Yeah. And I, I smelled it. I was like, yes, amazing. I wanted something like powerful, strong, mm-hmm. like a, like a really strong scent when you first smell it. Something that's yeah. like a signature smell. That you have presence. Yeah. It wasn't at all like with florals, which mm-hmm. I kind of do like. Mine wasn't either. Yeah. But I, I had some like salted florals, caramel in mine. You had, yeah, yours was really sweet. Mine yeah. had vanilla, rum, tobacco. I had tobacco too. We had from the same collection yeah, actually. Yeah, so the collection we both got actually was the portrait range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, that was the nicest one. Yeah. Because it had the animal heads. Yeah, it's the animal heads. Oh, wait, talk about your personality in terms of your animal. Oh, yeah, do let's do that. Yeah, let's pull it up. Because uh, actually, I feel like it's so accurate. So mine is okay. called Clandestine Clara, and she is a peacock. So the description is, Penhaligans presents to you the unofficial side of Lord George's dynasty, beginning with, as we have come to know her, Clandestine Clara. And isn't she a complex creature, a forceful personality, spicy but equally sweet. She has traveled in exotic countries and company, and in her smoky, velvety, woody air you may detect a memory or three of his lordship. She is rebellious, contradictory, independent, unconventional, a woman ahead of her time. But above all, as you will discover, she is a true gourmand, completely delectable. So, the, yeah, basically the main scents for the head notes are vanilla, hard notes, cinnamon and musk and base notes ambery and patchouli mm-hmm. and yeah it's basically like a it's a strong smoky velvety woody scent so nice mine is a what would you say the animal is it's like a deer no yours is a deer yeah mine's a deer or like an antelope something like that yeah so mine is um it's called constance and uh, it's kind of similar to yours, but my head notes are cardamom and pimento. I don't know what pimento is, actually. And then the heart notes uh, are salted butter caramel, yeah, which is the sweet part. And then yeah. the base notes are tobacco and vanilla and cashmeran. And then what it says about mine, she said it was a very like confident woman that wouldn't be rubbed by anyone. Like, yeah. She would do whatever she wants and she will go after what she wants. Yeah. Then it says on here... Something a bit more, like, sensual. (laughs) Sister to Lady Blanche. Constance is what one would call a very modern woman. Her fresh and spicy entrance hits an immediately intriguing, disobedient note. Mm -hmm. So I was like, "Uh, okay. (laughs) Uh, The blend of cool cardamom and hot pimento is disconcerting, even for a modern woman. Still possessing a mild affinity to her favorite childhood treat, Constance can always be found sucking on a salted butter caramel (laughs) as she twirls her Turkish cigar. Clad in perfectly tailored cashmere trousers, mm. Constance That's oozes you. with an attitude of, what does that say in French? Laissez faire. What does that mean? Like, let her do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's me. Yeah. So actually, if you go on Penhaligon's website, if you're curious to find out your perfect fragrance, this is you not can enough. do a test, a profiling <laughs> test. Oh, you can do it on the website. Yeah, you can do it online. <gasps> cool. Who is the fragrance for? So I did it at home, just like see, and mm-hmm. I got the same result. Oh, you did? Yeah. <gasps> Maybe I should do it too. This is like so another test. I'm actually really curious. Yeah. We keep finding tests to do. I know we do. <laughs> oh, there's another one I saw on Zinnia's Instagram. It's like um, a chart. So it's exactly the time you were born. Mm-hmm. And then you get to see how you work as a human being. Oh. It's like some birth chart or something. Okay. Like some spiritual chart. Mm. Yeah. So we have to do that too. We, can <laughs> we do have episode. to do all, them, all the tests. All the tests. And then we will discuss it and you guys can do it too. And it's going to be a community of test taking. Yeah. Maybe basically. that's not all we want to do. But anyway, <laughs> that will be a part of it. Yeah. So that was a fun event that we had on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And 
yesterday I did a big like shoot basically I had three mm -hmm. looks to shoot and two campaigns and so that was just really nice to get back into like the swing of creating content in London because I've yeah. been away in Miami and I didn't create any like London content for like a month now mm -hmm. so it was quite nice to do that and then we met up mm -hmm. for lunch Mm -hmm. at pharmacy yeah that was really nice and then we walked all around london from notting hill to like back to your place mm -hmm. in chelsea yeah so we walked really so, far yeah go us yeah healthy exactly what did i do i literally i was working on my thesis i mm. was shooting content i had some appointments i had like a dentist appointments and stuff really exciting things happened yeah. <laughs> um and then i was just prepping because i'm going to venice on tuesday and yeah. then I'm moving to Paris on the 31st of, I know, my so I had to, like, prep everything. Yeah, and I'm going on holiday next Friday to Paris. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Wait, what date What date are you leaving? The 23rd. <gasps> We're going to have to pod before again. Well, you leave on Tuesday. Mm-hmm, so. and I come back on, I come back on the 27th. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. -da -da -da. So we have to pod tomorrow? We're realizing things, <laughs> oh, realizing God. stuff. We can pod in the evening. Yeah, we can put in the evening then tomorrow. I'm getting my nails done at four. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a busy schedule, basically. <laughs> we'll figure it I'm out. I'm just kidding. No, I've had job applications and stuff. But we as do well. need to figure out how to do it um, like online as well because mm -hmm. you're going to be gone for two months or so. Two months, I'll be in Paris. If so you we guys... will have to figure it out. Yeah, so if anyone has any Paris tips, let me know because I need to. Also, if you're any blogger in Paris, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. I, I need someone to shoot as well. <laughs> and I need someone to go get coffee with. Yeah. Because my uni friends, obviously, they respect what I do online as well. And they think it's interesting. But I, I would need someone maybe that could I could help them too. Like, yeah. That we could shoot for each other. That would yeah. be nice. So if you guys need someone to shoot with, let me know. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, let's get back into our topic of the week. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going to talk about health. Because... Yes. We went to Pilates this morning together, mm -hmm. and we go to the same place in, um, in South Kensington called Coreflex. Yeah. And they opened up only a few months ago, like not mm -hmm. even six months old. And they're doing good. They're doing really good. Mm -hmm. And it's nice because they're like small sessions, so you never have more than, is it like eight people? Yeah, less, like six, seven. Yeah, I think something One, two, like that. Two, three, four. I've never had more than six people. Yeah, it's, it's a really like small group, which is nice because... Mm -hmm the trainer will like always go and perfect you your attention. form and pay attention to you whereas yeah. sometimes I feel like if you're in a really big class with 20 people they can't they they really pay attention to you to what you're doing so unless you you're of, doing something really wrong yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's just embarrassing <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah it's great they so, really yeah. help us out yeah we've been going there for like a while now you started first mm -hmm. and Anna told me about it and then I was like oh I have to try it yeah I'm looking for like a new workout because I don't know about you guys but I love working out at the gym mm -hmm. but I can lose my inspiration really quickly because me too I'm always doing the same things but even though I love doing it and I love like a good run mm -hmm. I'm just kind of always doing the same thing so you get mm -hmm. stuck in a rut whereas if you do a class they're always switching it up and making things exciting mm -hmm. also at the same time there are not many classes that I love like I don't really enjoy doing hit classes in a group me either because I feel just pushed I feel just pushed and like I don't really enjoy it and no. I I don't like doing yoga that much either like it's good to relax but mm -hmm. it's not really the kind of workout that I'm looking for all the time I can do it if I'm having a really stressful time exactly yeah. same yeah. I, I can use it to like relax and wind down and get a good stretch in but I don't want to do it like a regular workout it's just not for me but when I'm stressed I don't have time yeah exactly to go and do like an time, hour no. <laughs> so it just depends but I would prioritize something else which is maybe not good but right 
Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always prioritize work over, like, you know, doing a workout and being healthy. Mm-hmm. Which is something, it's really bad, actually, because I was telling you about this um, this talk I listened to, and it was by um, a doctor, and basically he works, he's a psychologist. Um, psych- Psychologist? Yeah, you say psychologist. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, and he treats patients that are depressed, and um, basically, instead of giving them a, a like any tablet or anything like that, he gave them a workout regime, and for so many of them, it really worked, mm-hmm. and it got them in a place where they felt like they could succeed in life because they were able to do these workouts and they felt better. They didn't feel like they were stuck in a rut. They felt like they had more creativity. They had they were willing to do more work and just more motivated overall. Yeah, and it's because you're blood also gets pumping to your organs and you get endorphins and it does like it does improve your mental health yeah completely you feel really good after doing it so Mm -hmm. you always need to give yourself that break even if you've got so much going on Mm -hmm. that's one thing that's important because I'm always like about work 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 after doing this I need to do the next thing Mm -hmm. but actually taking the time to do a workout will improve like the way you're able to work in the long run Mm -hmm. and you'll be less stressed too yeah that's what I find exactly and also, I talked about the table, right? The four pillars of the table. Yeah, that yeah. if one gets cut, the table can still stand. Yeah. But if more than one gets cut, the table falls. So it's sleep, working out, eating well, and what was the third one? Fourth one. Stress management. Yeah, stress management. And if one falls, the other ones can help pick it up. But if yeah. all of them fall, then that doesn't work. Right. Um, so I feel like it's not just working out that's going to balance out your life. It's all of those things. Yeah. But working out really helps with my mood, I would say. Same for me. It's working out. And my favorite thing is to do, like, something that will get me sweating quite a lot. Yeah. Um, something like running or... But I need to be in the mood for running. Yeah, I need to be in mm-hmm. the mood. Mm-hmm. Whenever I run, I feel like I need some motivation or mm-hmm. I need to clear my mind. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, or me too. Like that. Or like I'm really in a good mood and happy. Yeah, it's either really happy or really angry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's just really good, actually. Because if you're really happy, you go and you feel even more motivated. Yeah. And if you're really angry, you'll go and you'll get all your anger out. And the music is so different. Like when I'm happy, <laughs> yeah. it's like, yoo-hoo, la-la-la. Yeah. And then when I'm angry, it's not like hardcore like you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still more intense music and I don't even need music when I'm angry oh my god I'm just running I'm like <laughs> no mine is the same music no matter what I'm feeling really when I run it's the same thing oh. if I'm motivated or if I'm angry it's still like the intense like motivational songs mm-hmm. yeah well yes anyways yeah Pilates is a really good one I love Pilates actually it's my I think it's my favorite workout and then what I've been doing recently because I used to do loads of weightlifting and I feel like for me I mean it's something that challenges me but it's not something I really enjoy doing yeah same for me I feel like I can only be really challenged if I really push myself and it's hard Mm -hmm. to really push yourself when you're just doing your workout by yourself you Mm -hmm. know it's sometimes hard to get that motivation. Sometimes I'll just go to the gym and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to get a workout in. Mm-hmm. But at the end of it, like, I know I'm not going to be sore the next day. Mm-hmm. But if I go and I really feel motivated, then I know I'm going to do a good job and push myself. Yeah. That's the issue too. Because before when I was training all the time and I was training for a purpose, like when I was doing the bodybuilding prep stuff. Yeah. Because um, I'm a very all or nothing person, like you guys have heard me say all the time. I would go every single day and it would like destroy me if I couldn't go one day and I would push myself so hard 
Yeah. But now that I'm more like I'm chill with it, I really have to work hard to be like I'm going four times a week because I'm like yeah. either I go for a whole week every day or I don't go at all. So now for me That's to find a balance, yeah. it's hard. Exactly. I feel the same. Yeah. And it's, it was also easier for me when I lived with my fiance because mm-hmm. when I, especially when I was doing the bodybuilding like mm-hmm. bikini prep thing, um, it really like. Even though he didn't say, like, he didn't have to say, you need to go to the gym, you need to eat your meals mm-hmm. now. I just knew, and I knew he was there, so I was like... He was watching, kind yeah. of. Yeah. It was almost like mm-hmm. he was, like, silently watching. So but he like, was probably not. I have to get a good workout. Yeah, yeah. Even if we would go to the gym together and we would do our separate workouts, mm-hmm. you know, I would feel like that. Like, I need to do my best because someone is watching me and paying attention. Someone's watching me. <laughs> But it yeah. would be nice when we would go to the gym together because he would be so good at really, really pushing mm-hmm. me as well. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. I don't always have that. I can talk about it in the podcast now. Actually, I have a boyfriend now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can talk about it now. Oh, yeah, because uh, I was going to, I was just going to say, if I talk about my boyfriend, they're going to be like, what do you mean? You have a boyfriend? And yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, I have a boyfriend and uh, we never work out together because he, he works so much. And then on the weekends, whenever we're supposed to go work out, he just doesn't want to go work out. So I end up not doing it. But I remember when we used to work out together. Um I've dated him before, basically. Um, <laughs> then we would always do different things. Yeah. Because I don't think it's very same. easy to do the same workout with someone, like your partner, because you maybe have different things you want to focus on as well. Right, yeah. It's easier to work out. Like if we work out together, it's easier because maybe we're like, okay, we want to focus on the same thing yeah. and similar exercises. So finding a workout buddy where you have the same kind of goals and you mm. want to do the same workout will really help you as well to push you if you find it hard to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't do it, for example, I wouldn't go to the gym with my boyfriend and train the same thing because he'd be doing back and I would. I don't really want to do back. Yeah, exactly. So, Yeah, that's why it can be harder with the opposite sex, like with your boyfriend yeah. or girlfriends. Mm-hmm. To do a workout, it's better to like find a friend. But mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes with, uh, with my fiance Alex, we would go do like the same exact workout mm-hmm. and it would be like slightly easier for him and really hard for me. Mm. But I really did enjoy it because then, like, we would take turns. Like, if he was doing yeah. squats, then he would stop, and then I would do it. So, like, while he was resting, I would do it. But then we would need to, like, move all of the weights off and then put all yeah. of my weights yeah. on. And then so it takes it more time, too. So it takes a lot of time. But if yeah. you go with a friend, especially, like, we do Pilates most of the time yeah. together as well, mm-hmm. which is kind and of And I nice. love it, yeah. It's quite fun because you feel like you're having, like, you know, time, time together with your girlfriends as well. Yeah, so you can integrate that as well I feel like so many people think oh it's going to take so much time it does take time out of your day but yeah. think about how much time you're spending on the couch you're yeah. spending on your phone you're spending watching tv and if it's that one program that you really want to watch maybe watch that program but don't watch the next one yeah exactly. go work out like watching a show is 45 minutes to an hour which Going is the same Pilates is 50 minutes yeah so it's the same amount of time exactly and if you really if you don't feel good after watching a few shows and you feel like, oh, I never have time to go work out, then skip those shows. Watch one when you're getting ready for bed instead yeah. of watching four episodes in a row because that's not going to help you. It's not just your body. It's not just about your body looking fit and slim or whatever. It's not about that. It's more about how you feel mentally. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what we wanted to talk about because neither of mm-hmm. us are like, you know, super fit. We're mm-hmm. not like... You know, we feel fit and good in our bodies, but yeah. it's not like we're the epitome of, like, a 
you know, what you fitness. should be looking like but in I, fitness. It's yeah. more about how you feel mentally and how it helps you in your, like, your life your in general life. and work and personal and everything. Yeah. It just, like, really raises your mood. Because I feel like a lot of the time when I was watching YouTube videos of girls who were all had like six packs, like hardcore six packs and were working out to be in a show, their lives revolved around being in a bikini yeah, show. That's a really different thing. So when we mm-hmm. were training, when we were like prepping to do that and neither of us ended up doing it. Mm-hmm. But during the time that I was, I think it was like six months that I was really hardcore. I was a student, but my whole life was all about yeah. fitness and eating. My, I had mm-hmm. to schedule my meals around everything. Mm-hmm. Like I had to make sure with university that I ate at the right time. Yeah. That I had like my my meals already prepped. That I went to the gym twice. I was going like twice a day. I know it's crazy, and it puts you actually. It put me in a bad mental state. Me too. Because I felt like I was just pushing myself, and there was no end to it. And I didn't enjoy it because it wasn't something that was cheering me up anymore. It was something that was it was too much for my body. That's the thing. Yeah, I was enjoying it at the beginning because I wanted my end goal was to do a competition, not mm-hmm. because I would love doing it as a sport, mm-hmm. just because I knew that if I didn't have a target at the end of it, mm-hmm. I would lose my motivation to mm-hmm. like get the weight and the physique I wanted. So my goal was like, by this date, I would sign up to a bikini competition, and then that would make me ready mm-hmm. and look good. And then I kind of didn't think, like, past that. I didn't think that I would be a bikini competitor. Mm-hmm. You know, I just thought, like, that would be my goal to just do it as an experience and mm-hmm. end up looking like how I wanted to look and feeling good and having more muscle. But then at some point when I started to actually, like, see my results, mm-hmm. they were not too intense, but they were really good results. And after putting all that hard work into it, mm-hmm. and also you're, like, you you know, have to give up a lot of food as well that you love. Yeah. And I was not, like, happy with what I was eating. I love yeah. food, and I was eating, like, very bland stuff. I remember I, I offered to drink your cappuccinos. I know, yeah. One of the first, like, times that we met, we yeah. had... We went for coffee, and I ordered a coffee for the purpose of the photo, but mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even drink you it. You couldn't <laughs> drink it because of the milk. Yeah, because yeah. I couldn't track it. And I was like, I'll drink it. I yeah. understand <laughs> I understand you, girl. This was hard, though, because yeah. whenever I went to cafes, like my purpose would be just to like, catch up with a friend and sit mm-hmm. at the cafe, but I couldn't eat or drink anything. Or have coffee. So I feel like unless... And also, I've been learning something recently when I've just been working on stuff for my own life, like for jobs and for uni... And before, when I was just so stressed out, I realized it's because I have so many things that are happening. Yeah. And I have so many things, and I'm not sure, like, for most of it, but, like, me just doing YouTube just because. Yeah. Like, there's no reason. There's no end goal to it. Just because I thought maybe, like, people would like it, but then... For me, I have so much other stuff happening that it's not worth it for me. Yeah. And if I don't want to become a YouTuber, and I think it's way more interesting for me to create content maybe on Instagram or create content in terms of like podcasting or that kind of thing and then working on other projects and I would love to do that more and I see another end goal with that, then that's something that I should prioritize. And the same mm-hmm. is with fitness now. I have it in my life to feel and healthy and strong and to feel accomplished too. Yeah. Because when I work out, and I work out on a basis where it's like four or five times a week, it's hard for me because I'm not doing seven times a week or zero. Yeah. Like, I don't know why it's difficult for me like that. I understand what you mean. Like, I'm not as much of an all or nothing person as you. Like, I'm quite content with doing things here and there. But then at the same time, it doesn't make me feel my best. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm not giving it 
everything so why am I doing it at yeah. all yeah and then that's when you can lose focus and start going more casually and, mm-hmm. but I, what I like to do is like it doesn't have to be all or nothing as in mm-hmm. not do it at all and then if mm-hmm. I do it like as all like do it like every single day mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like that but it can be that I set a schedule like what I need is an organized schedule I need to so do that too say like I'm doing Pilates Tuesday evenings and Sunday mornings. I'm doing cardio Monday mornings mm-hmm. and Thursday evenings. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing weights Friday and mm-hmm. Wednesday. And I have Saturday as a day off. Like, mm-hmm. that needs to be my schedule. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I've been working on that now, too. And I'm, like, I'm trying to do it. So I will do, like, four times a week, five times a week. Um, and that's that's more difficult for me than actually going to the gym and doing the workout. It's that I have yeah, to me too. shoot, like, actually planet without going every day I don't know why I'm like that yeah I'm a weird as long as I plan it if I tell myself and put Mm -hmm. it in my calendar actually Mm -hmm. like this this day of the week every week I'm doing this workout Mm -hmm. yeah it may not be fun because it's not spontaneous but I'm not Mm -hmm. a spontaneous person like I plan my Mm -hmm. life I plan schedule if I go on a trip I'm planning, like, what are we doing tomorrow? Me okay. too. What are we doing Friday? And Me my too. mom and my parents are like, can we just chill and take the day as it comes? I'm like, no. I get stressed. No. I'm like, yeah, I need to know. And then, because mm-hmm. in Miami as well, I was like planning what day I was going to shoot, what day I was going to do workouts, what day mm-hmm. I was going to do. It's fun. Uh, gyrotonics class with my sister, who's uh, mm-hmm. training it to, like, teach gyrotonics. Mm-hmm. I needed to plan out everything. Mm-hmm. And that made me, like, look ahead, because I only had 10 days. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I plan the whole week, mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh. You know, like, time passes by really fast. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I feel like I need that in my life. I like it. I need to know, like, what I'm doing next week and every single day. Rather than just doing it, like, as I feel like it. I need structure and routine. Me too. I like that. So, yeah. And I used to think, before I started a full-time job, I used to think that I didn't want structure and routine. And what I liked was being spontaneous and doing things here and there. But I didn't realize... Mm-hmm. That still as a student and doing social media, I, w- I still had a structure. Yeah, you did. Even though it wasn't as intense as like a nine to five, mm-hmm. I still had a routine. And so therefore, like, I know that that's what I need in my life. Mm-hmm. What are the benefits of, uh, how do you say, gy- gyrotonics? Yeah, gyrotonics. How, what are the benefits? And like, what's the difference from Pilates? <laughs> so it's actually really different, but they work nicely together. And my sister, she's a ballet dancer, and she also... Um, uh, what is it called? She's doing a training now. Well, she just finished, so she can be a coach in gyrotonics. Mm-hmm. And that's a little bit more of, like, a medical thing. Medical? Okay, so way. it's if someone has, not, like... Not really medical. Like, anybody can do it, but it's more about understanding how your muscles work or, mm-hmm. like, using it as some kind of physiotherapy if you need to, like, get mm-hmm. your muscle circulation back to working how mm-hmm. it was before. Mm-hmm. So I wrote it down because it's kind of difficult to explain. But our studio, Coreflex, they actually saw that I was doing gyrotonics oh, once. They and they it. asked me, how does it compare? They mm-hmm. don't have it, but they asked me, how does it compare? Oh, they asked? Yeah. Oh, they're so, doing their research. <laughs> yeah. So I said that gyro is more of a coordination exercise, and it mm-hmm. works on circular motions and mobility in your joints. So Pilates mm-hmm. feels much more like of a workout because you're gonna sweat, you're mm-hmm. doing hit, you're doing different leg exercises, you feel the burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gyro, the you don't burn. feel like that. You feel like it, you know, it works your body and like it can put strain on your muscle, mm-hmm. but it's not like an intense workout where you're gonna sweat or mm-hmm. you know feel like you burn lots of calories. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just a really good like exercise. If you're not good with muscle coordination, and even okay. if you have a lot of muscle coordination, mm-hmm. 
it's still quite good to like I don't know I guess keep it up or mm-hmm. also if you have joint pains and stuff yeah like joint that. pains mm-hmm. if you have any injuries then you can go as like rehabilitation to get oh, your muscles nice. working like mm-hmm. my mom once she broke her what is it she had a surgery actually in her shoulder mm-hmm. and so she couldn't raise her shoulder up for a long time mm-hmm. so we didn't know about gyro back then but it would have mm-hmm. been a good thing for her to do to do these exercises mm-hmm. to help her mobility That's in interesting. her arm and like Alex, my fiance, he's really good at muscle coordination because he's been doing sports since he was super young. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually really bad at it, and I didn't realize how bad at it I was until I did the class of gyro with my sister. Oh, really? And it's hard because you have to do loads of different movements at once, incorporating many aspects, like many muscle groups and joints in your body. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to focus on all of them because also you have like some weights attached mm-hmm. so it's not like it's like an easy movement you do have mm. weights included as well but you have to move perfectly uh. and breathe perfectly oh that's great so you're activating your whole body basically yeah. that's yeah. so good also for your oh completely just to know your body itself yeah yeah it's really yeah. good to know your body mm-hmm. and then it can help you in your other workouts because oh, yeah there's no point to go to the gym and do squats if, if you you're don't doing know it what badly. You're if you're yeah. doing it badly, all you can do is injure yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. something that's good to do is gyro because you'll actually learn how to do everything properly, how to feel your muscles and understand their movements and how yeah. to use them. How it's supposed to feel when you're actually blocking yeah, them. exactly. And when they're getting activated. Exactly. So then it can that's help cool. you with everything else. Oh, I want to try that. Maybe Coreflex will have it too soon. Maybe. They could employ your sister. Yeah, they could. Exactly. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think she's she's going to start teaching at a studio um, in North London. I think it's, where is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll let you guys know. I think near King's Cross it is. Because mm-hmm. the machines are actually super expensive. Oh, really? And it's like, it's Why, one, yeah. you know, it's one machine like Pilates, but you can do mm-hmm. a million different things on it. Mm-hmm. It looks like this. Let me show you. Oh, I can't God, show you guys. I'm a bit scared. It must look like but a look torture device or It kind something. of does. It looks like this. <gasps> oh, yeah. It does look like a torture device. You can device. do loads of different things on everything. Oh, God. That looks a bit scary. And here you put weights. Mm-hmm. Mm, I mean that's really interesting yeah nice yeah so okay. it's something interesting to think about but something the other thing try. when you do yeah. gyro is that they don't do it as like a class unless you know how to do it really well yourself and are almost like qualified to do it uh, otherwise it's a one-on-one kind of thing okay so it's more expensive it's really yeah it's more expensive mm-hmm. and it's really more of like a personalized thing mm-hmm. and it's good for a lot of athletes to actually do yeah, yeah rather yeah. than like I mean, ice people in their stuff. everyday life can do it like me but i did it with my sister more to like help her out maybe. yeah give her teaching hours but yeah. also like for me just to gain an experience of what it is mm-hmm. but it's it, it's for everybody but I guess the people who want to invest in it more are athletes or mm. people with injuries injuries yeah basically. okay cool that's yeah. good then we know that what other workouts do you enjoy doing do you have any other ones like what you? else um I don't think mm-hmm. so okay because I love I actually I really like bar as well oh I don't like bar oh you don't I don't mm-hmm. like bar I don't like ballet I can't do ballet like that's the thing today the teacher he told me that I'm very flexible in my hip joints oh. but then my legs are like not that flexible it's very weird oh, like my okay. hip joints are e- extremely flexible and that's also why mm. when I do hip workouts and stuff I never feel like it works because mm. it just it's easy for me but then um in I terms of ballet and stuff flexible. I'm not very gracious like is it called no gracious. it's not gracious no it's not gracious that's well actually no I'm not very I'm flexible like fluid 
but I'm not very fluid in my movements. Like I don't have like a dancer movement. Yeah, I'm more same. like I'm not fluid. stiff. I'm, yeah, me too. I'm very stiff. Yeah, I'm very stiff. But that goes down to muscle coordination as well. Oh, really? The gyro, because uh-huh. the more you do gyro, the more you get like really fluid in your movements. Oh, that would as well, be good for me. Because you're understanding your muscles mm-hmm. and how they're moving. The the reason why you're stiff is because you don't understand. Mm, yeah, because doing. I'm very stiff. So when I do like workouts in terms of like lifting weights and stuff, I'm very good at it. Or yeah, like Pilates, like I'm good at exercise. it. Yeah, exactly. I'm good at Pilates because it's movements and it's like it's yeah. working your core, it's working your legs, everything basically. Yeah. But my gym receptionist, I he I went into the gym the other day and I told him that I didn't do like a hardcore workout just because I went to Pilates a few times and I felt really mm. sore. And he was like Pilates. Yeah. Basically, like, I, I'm, he was like, what do you mean you're sore from Pilates? Yeah. But it's actually such a difficult workout. I think that people think Pilates is, like, a little bit of a fancy sport where you just go, you know. To stretch. To but stretch, but you don't actually not, work out. Yeah, yeah. But, guys, I'm, like, I sweat kind of easily when I work out. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I know, like, when I'm sweating a lot and I feel like it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, there were times where in the class I was like... I don't know if I can do 10 more seconds. Yeah, I know. You know, it's like, it's hard. That's the thing, though. It's a lot of repetition and smaller movements. Yeah. And so it really targets different areas and it creates more of like a lean and a toned muscle. Yeah. So honestly, I've actually, I've read up on it and a lot of Victoria's Secret models, this is what they do. This in cardio Mm. is what they do before shows and that kind of thing. And that's also what Chris said, the, um, the guy that works there. He said that, that's what I should do. I should do, like, my own cardio and then just go to Pilates. And he said that's, like, when you will have the most, like, mm. streamlined and flexible and just really good-looking body. Yeah. In terms – if you're looking for that kind of result. Yeah. Um, like, lean, long, lean muscles. Long, lean muscles. muscles that you build from lifting weights. Mm-hmm. Like, something I've been thinking about, too, but obviously I don't know much about mm-hmm. – like different exercises so don't quote me on this like Mm -hmm. don't listen to my advice I'm (laughs) just telling you what I think yeah and before where I would focus whenever I went to the gym and lifted weights I would Mm -hmm. be like like aiming to lift heavier and do less reps because I wanted to build muscle whereas now I don't really want big muscles but I want lean muscles so I want to do like less heavy weights but loads of rep like 20 reps per exercise or something like that to feel the burn but not to, like, you know, increase the weights really heavily mm-hmm. to build muscle. Because I remember when I was doing it, I had, like, I had really defined muscles and I had, like, veins popping, like, in my shoulders. Yeah. And I lost my period and stuff because I was so, yeah. I had yeah. so many. But that also deals with the nutrition. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it also had to do with my nutrition. I was eating yeah. a lot of, like, fake sugars, like, sucralose and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, no, I had in, like, every meal. And I had it, like, oh, all really? the time. And that's also what messed it up because you're basically putting plastic in your body. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's okay to drink, like, a Diet Coke once in a while and that kind of thing and put some sucralose in your coffee in ca- instead of sugar. But to eat it all the time is so bad for you because yeah, it's, it's basically good. just, like, plastic. It's not natural. I would basically natural. eat my food with no- nothing on it, like, no olive oil, no cooking mm-hmm. oil, no sugar. Mm-hmm. It would just be, like, plain with lemon juice. <laughs> I know, but olive oil like is so good lemon. for you, actually. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, when, Moderation. I, was my, um, when I was doing my prep, yeah, 
yeah so now also with my eating i just i try to work out and that makes me feel good and then i just eat what i want and try to not eat so much sugar because i have a really bad me sweet too. tooth but like fruit i eat fruit usually mm -hmm. but i try to eat less fruit because i eat so much fruit yeah i love fruit fruit in moderation actually something that i've started since i went to florida as well is intermittent fasting mm -hmm. trying it and out yeah i never thought that would be for me until i realized that i don't love breakfast oh i cannot <laughs> believe i love breakfast i can eat it you saw it yesterday i ate a for lunch at like yeah. 3 p.m. I, I know, ate yeah. pancakes. Yeah, so the harder part for me was like to eat early dinners and not dinners past like 8, 8.30. Mm -hmm. That would be harder because of the fact that like I have events, sometimes I get home late and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I never really liked breakfast. So whenever I was having breakfast, it was like I was forcing myself to have it, but I didn't even feel hungry. So I decided to try to do intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. So that's where you give your your body, I think, what is it, like a 10-hour break from food, something More. like that. It's like 12 is the beginning. 12 is the beginning. 12 and so then So if I 16. do like 8.30 and then I eat at like 1 or 2 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Basically, that's what I do. So I'll... I'll start my That's way more first meal hours. more or less every day at like one o'clock, especially when I work at the office because mm -hmm. I take my lunch around one or two. Mm -hmm. So it's really easy for me to do that. I'll just work until that time and mm -hmm. take my lunch and then I'll eat my meal at like eight. And that works for you. And yeah. that's been working for me and I've been feeling really good and um, yeah. I'm not specifically losing much weight because of the fact that my workouts are still like not super intense, but mm -hmm. I feel really good. And especially mm -hmm. when I was on holiday in Miami, I felt so good and healthy like the food mm -hmm. there is amazing quality i was mm -hmm. doing my run by the beach mm -hmm. i was doing workouts every single day mm -hmm. i felt amazing mm -hmm. yeah so yeah i'm gonna like keep with that kind of diet and see how it goes i feel like yeah. every time we podcast and we discuss health stuff i'm always you always have a new diet, diet. <laughs> and i'm always like i'm, I'm vegan <laughs> and i'm still vegan but guys it's because i enjoy trying different things like, yeah ways to eat like a different diet i enjoy mm -hmm. doing it until i find the perfect one yeah yeah that's the thing and like when i try something mm -hmm. like when i was doing no carbs for a few months mm -hmm. i didn't get any like goal from it yeah but i had a goal like i wanted to lose set amount mm -hmm. of weight by mm -hmm. not eating carbs mm -hmm. and by having low calorie intake mm -hmm. but it didn't work for me so even though i felt good i felt like my body maybe needed mm -hmm. more nutrition yeah it so. wasn't reactive yeah, so that's you just a sign have as well. to like do a trial and error on your yeah. body and see what works. That's the thing for me now. I'm just I like to eat three times a day, and that's what I always do. Like now, I know that works for me. If I eat, because I was at the dentist the other day, and then she asked me um, if I eat any sugar because sometimes like there's some wear on my teeth, and I was like, yeah, I eat a lot of fruit. Um, and then she was like, oh, okay, just try to not eat it more than four times a day. And I was like, I only eat three times a day. And she was like, really? Mm. And I thought that was normal. Because mm. I eat, like, big breakfast, big lunch, and then a bit smaller dinner. Yeah. And that's what I eat. And I don't it's like enough. to snack because if I snack, I don't, that's when I, I would snack. gain weight. Yeah, exactly. I never snack. Cause I never snack. Because my problem is that I like food. So once I start eating, I keep going. I can, like, keep going. So yeah. if I snack, I could be, like, snacking all day long, you know? Yeah. But if I let myself have, you know, one meal, like, I only one. have two meals a day, basically. Mm -hmm. so, and then there's nothing more to it than those two meals. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm, I have three. Yeah. But yeah, for me, I'm just like eating a vegan diet. I'm just making sure I'm eating real food. That's yeah. like what That's I'm doing. That's the most important, exactly. It's real healthy food. Just Yeah, just food that doesn't have a load of ingredients. Look at the back. If it exactly. has more than 10, don't eat it. If no. you don't recognize any of the things on the back, don't eat it. 
Yeah. And that's really hard. And I always try to do that now. And I try to just buy fresh veggies, like potatoes, like pasta that's just, you know, wheat and whatever else, like water. Because I feel my best when I make the food myself. And when I eat out, sometimes I don't feel great. No, even at like nice healthy places, sometimes there's like added oils and stuff. But yeah, that's what we do. It's like a little treat, like in a side bowl here and there that I had today. But they're good for you. They're good for you, but maybe not every day. And that's something I have to work on too, because I get like obsessed with things. Yeah, that's true. Me too. I'm so weird, but I feel like most people do that too. They get like Mm. obsessed with certain foods. Yeah, if I find something that I love, I'm like, I have to have it every day. Me too, I get Until I get sick of it. I get addicted. <laughs> like dates, I was having dates for so long, and mm-hmm. now I can't I can't eat a date. I don't need them now. No, I don't need them anymore. No, if I they're there, then I'm like, like oh, that's too much dates. Too much, too many dates. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, the one, another thing that I wrote down is just having a healthy relationship with food and what it can do for your mind and your body and your confidence. Because mm-hmm. I feel like once, when I was training so hard, Um, Of course, I lost a lot of weight and I looked very slim, but I wasn't happy because I was spending all my free time in the gym Mm -hmm. and I couldn't eat anything. And I couldn't, when I went out to dinner, I remember my friends were like judging me and stuff. Maybe it wasn't the right friends, but Mm. some of them were judging me and they're like, you never eat anything but like this and like eggs and protein. And I'm like, well, yeah. And I kind of Mm -hmm. built a thick skin. I was like, deal with it because I'm always that kind of person. Yeah. But... It did bother me, and it did bother me that I couldn't really live my life, and I got so obsessed with it, because I get, like, obsessed with doing Mm -hmm. things I put my mind to, Mm -hmm. but once I kind of let go of that, and I think becoming vegan really helped me, because I was like, eating pasta is not going to make me fat. Yeah. Eating potatoes is not going to make me gain weight. It's just, you know, it's from the earth. It's fine. Pasta isn't, but, you know... It's fine and it's something that helps your body work. And that's my mentality now that if I feed my body for it to work really well, I won't get sick, I won't feel hungry, and it will function well. And then I will be very Mm. proud of my body and I'll be happy with my body. Before, I was always thinking about food and I was always thinking, what am I going to eat next? Like, what am I going to put in my body? What Mm. can I eat for it to maximize like the amount of calories I can have? Yeah, me too. I was thinking of that. Yeah, and I was eating just foods that were not real food because they were lower calorie yeah and that just creates problems because your body's like where is my nutrients is screaming for nutrients yeah something that i did also quite a lot was because i would need more protein in my diet to build muscle when i was Mm -hmm. doing my training so i would have like protein shakes or a protein bar Mm -hmm. which was disgusting and Mm -hmm. i like i knew it was disgusting i didn't enjoy it some people enjoy Mm -hmm. making like a good protein smoothie shake i love it you have to put like ice in it and banana and stuff and, and you banana, can't put that but when i was on like doing a prep kind then of you thing you can't do it you can't it's, too many it's calories. just like yeah. almond milk with with the least calories and a scoop or two of protein yeah it you tastes, couldn't even do oat it milk. tastes gross but it was just that i would fit mm-hmm. my you know fit my macros yeah and it wasn't food that i would enjoy basically. yeah so i would say just now that i don't think so much about food it makes me happier. Me too. Because it's just food and it's just there exactly. to fuel your body. Exactly. And uh, honestly, like, of course, it is true that 70% of your, like, how you look is what you put in your body, usually if you're not on medication or something like that. But it's just like, if you stop putting so much attention into food, usually people are overweight or underweight because they have an unhealthy relationship with food. Mm. And that's something is that is so common 
Yeah, it is. It's so common. I think everyone has had problems with food at one yeah. point in their life or still does or, you know, has some sort of... Everyone can relate to it because it is difficult because we as humans are programmed to think about everything mm-hmm. and to analyze what we're eating, why we're doing things and and also using certain things to try to make us happier. Yeah. And that's what food is usually sometimes. Yeah. Um, and yeah. No, it's hard. And maybe if you have problems with like eating and that kind of thing, it will go away. Or I don't think it goes away fully. Mm. Because for me, like I didn't have very, very bad issues with food. But I was thinking about it so much that sometimes I would cry if I felt like I ate too many potatoes. Yeah, me too. So which is messed up. That's messed (laughs) up. Oh, yeah. I would get stressed. Yeah. I'd be like, I have to go for a walk. I have to go for a walk. Yeah. But still now, if I go out and for dinner, I have like a pizza. I would rather go for the walk home for 20 minutes than just sit in a car home, Mm -hmm. which many people might say that's messed up. But for me, it's just good to kind of get my body moving so I don't feel like I'm so full. Yeah, but I don't get hung up on that because I know maybe the mm-hmm. next day I'm going to get back into eating yeah. healthy, so it's fine. Yeah. You, you can allow yourself nice meals here and there. Yeah. What's not good is to have, like, you know, bad things, like, every single day. And to always feel bad about and it. to always feel bad about it, yeah. Yeah. You have to try to do things for yourself. Think about your body as, like, a friend. What would you mm-hmm. tell your friend if she was feeling bad about herself and her body? What would you tell her? You probably tell her, it's okay, just eat it in moderation, and then the next day yeah. have this. And it's hard, but if you keep working on it, it's going to get better. Yeah. And then you're going to get more confident. And now it's, like, more deep than we thought we were going to go with this. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So no, but it's good to touch on because I feel like so many people have these thoughts. Yeah. And we're just normal people as well, just sharing, mm-hmm. sharing our experiences. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's it's quite good to just let you guys know where we're at and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's good to be at this space where food doesn't really affect our lives that much. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you in the next one. Yes. Bye, Bye. guys.